Hello, everyone. I'm Joey Pizzolatto, editor, and welcome to the Roadmap of, uh, from Auto Finance News. Since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. This is our weekly wrap, late edition, on what happened in the week um, in auto finance for the week ending January 8th, 2021, and our first episode of the year. Uh, before beginning, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers, State National, Voice Ops, Struk, Struk, and Lavin, MarketScan, and Remitter for their continued support. I'm joined by Amanda Harris, Associate Editor of Auto Finance News. Amanda, welcome. Hello. Um, last week was, uh, well, a week. Riots in the U.S. Capitol building shook the nation and spurred sweeping reactions from companies, individuals, and organizations. Twitter permanently banned Donald Trump from their platform and uh, to you know, mixed um, responses, uh, but that's neither here nor there. And the labor market lost jobs in December for the first time in eight months, reflecting a plunge in restaurant employment that highlights how surging coronavirus infections are taking a greater toll on parts of the economy. Um, all right, so back to the hor horribleness of Wednesday, you know, Amanda, what was the auto finance um, industry's response to uh, the riots at the Capitol? So, you know, obviously the resounding response from everyone we talked to was that, you know, this was obviously a very unfortunate event. Um, you know, they very much condemned that it led to violence and obviously led to a number of deaths. Um, so, of course, the resounding message was, you know, obviously this is not what anybody wanted to see happen, um, especially leading to that level of violence and everything that came out of it. Um, as far as, you know, what that could bring to the industry, you know, there's obviously not a whole lot um, to really say on immediate impacts. Um, you know, there, we, we know there are talks and, and articles of impeachment that have been drafted up um, that could potentially lead to a change of who the president is even in the last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, the resounding, message that we got from people was, you know, there's not really anything much to say specifically on, on any, any immediate impacts within the industry um, because we do have a new administration coming in and we've kind of talked about that in our past reporting of what that could mean um, as far as changes in regulation compliance and all that. Um, and Wednesday's events, while you know, tragic, um, don't really have an immediate impact um, as far as, you know, regulation and all that um, because Biden was still you know, confirmed as the next president, um, and he will be inaugurated uh, later this month. Um, but we did get, you know, a mix of, of, you know, just messages from auto lenders in the community, um, you know, saying that this, this was obviously a step out of, you know, what we would want to see in, in a democratic nation, um, and really condemning that it led to that level of violence. Gotcha. Yeah, it's horrible. Sickening. I'm still sick about it. Um... So, um, you know, aside from that, we, we also, you know, as kind of the new year um, is, is want to do, we looked into um, some forecasts. And um, I know for one, Fitch Ratings um, revised their outlook um, on the auto sector to worsening um, 
from stable on the expectation that um, credit losses are going to increase now. Um, you know, I've been saying this for a while now, that that was kind of my takeaway. Um, at the end of the year, what would be the most important? Um, I think it's still, uh, you know, I, th I think we're still going to see higher credit losses. Um, um, you know, one thing Fitch said uh, about it was um, government stimulus, um, lenders, uh, loan modification programs, and, you know, kind of um, used vehicle values that have been propped up, or used vehicle, strong used vehicle values have propped up, there it is, um, the, you know, consumers and, um, you know, lenders' losses, right? Um, so, you know, it's, I think we're, I think we're going to continue to see increased credit losses. Um, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel, though. Um, you know, we're starting to see the first uh, rounds of vaccines being, or this, actually the second round of vaccines being completed, um, which bodes well for the economy, um, should help avoid any closures. Um, I don't know about you, uh, Amanda, but I'm not really expecting to be, even be able to get mine until kind of like, maybe second quarter, um, middle of the year. It really kind of depends on how quickly they can get it out to, to other people. Um, but I know there was another um, forecast that I used, I believe Cox Automotive had a quarterly call. Um, what did they have to say about their expectations in, for the beginning or first half of the year? Right, so like you said, um, you know, they're not really, didn't really touch too much on this, but the big, you know, the expectation isn't that we're gonna go into a big shutdown, you know, like that again, um, but lenders are preparing for potential second waves, um, which we're gonna be talking about in our next issue too with our um, spotlight feature. But they're, you know, really talking about the main kind of driver of big concern right now is still inventory um, because they're still trying to catch up, especially with newer models and new vehicle inventory. Um, supply still remains very tightened compared to where it was. It's about down about 17% compared to this time last year. Uh, still. Uh, so they're really trying to catch that catch up there. And that's really what the big concern is kind of going into this year, um, especially in the first quarter of 2021. Um, but, you know, that is also driving up vehicle prices. So new vehicle prices still remain high. Um, so that is also being kind of discussed. And then interest rates are still very low. Um, so that is also kind of a factor playing into who is going to be able to buy vehicles how that financing is going to look like and, um, you know, just who, who they might be able to reach out to for growth as well. So we kind of touched on that a little bit this week as well. All right. Well, um, any sneak peek on what you're working on you want to tell <laughs> our, our viewers or keep it close to the chest? Uh, sure, I can give a little, little sneak peek there. Um, we do have a story talking about refinance. That's been, you know, a big area with the pandemic because Obviously, you know, people are looking for ways to save money wherever they can. Um, so as people refinance homes, people can also refinance their car loans. Um, so we're kind of looking into that. And one company did have a very big growth because of, you know, kind of that trend during the pandemic. So we're seeing that, that kind of prop up a little bit. So that's an example. Um, like I said, we did touch a little bit on interest rates. That story is up now on, you know, lower interest rates and what that can mean. It actually could be a growth potential uh, for lenders too. Um, going forward. So right. And we'll also um, have uh, be announcing the agenda for the Auto Finance Innovation Summit, um, which we will hope you all join us for.
<coughs> excuse me. Um, that takes place as a virtual experience, um, March 16th through the 17th. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And um, to everyone else, don't forget to rate, rate the roadmap on whichever platform you use to listen and uh, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, thanks for joining us and we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net um, and here next Monday back out on, on our normal, um, normal schedule.